Hi, and welcome back to Fights for Rights, where we talk about gender and caste-based violence with the aim to educate and create awareness about the wrongful acts that are happening across the country against minority communities. I'm your host, Zoya Rebello, and let's get started on today's discussion. Episode 2, Transgender Rights. On today's episode of Fights for Rights, we shift our focus to the inhumane discrimination that happens against the transgender community. We will also talk about the bill that was passed by the Indian government that claimed to protect the transgender rights and why it is not something any of us should be celebrating. In spite of the national and the international protections, or should I say the so-called protections, the people of the transgender community have been neglected worldwide. In India especially, there is no recognition of these rights. Humiliation, cruelty, and even torture towards these sexual minorities are some of the many issues that go unnoticed in Indian society. Transgender people bear the brunt of social, political, and economical marginalization due to the discrimination based on gender identity and expression. They live in the reality where they've been shunned by their own families, leaving a majority of them homeless and oftentimes even jobless. They experience mistreatment and violence and are unable to access proper healthcare. Their needs, rights, and even their existence as a whole is discounted for, denied, and dismissed by policymakers, service providers, and the media. Society as a whole has turned their backs on them. People within the LGBTQIA community deal with a lot of heteronormative bigotry and face the inequality in every walk of life. The trans community especially face adverse mistreatment due to the preconceived stereotypes developed by the patriarchal society, causing them to be harassed and oppressed by many, and especially by policemen, our so-called protectors, who illegally extort and take advantage of their vulnerability and disadvantages within the legal system as they have no proper safety. Apart from the abuse and violence, trans people find it extremely hard to acquire sustainable jobs and are often forced into sex work. Even within the medical establishments, they face tremendous discrimination, especially with regards to the sex reassignment surgeries. In India, there is no legal framework governing or permitting such surgeries. As if that wasn't enough, being disowned by their own families is one of the most common forms of transphobia they face. Their low levels of literacy ensures the social, economical, and political powerlessness of the community within our society. Although the Indian Parliament attempts at creating laws and policies to benefit the trans community, the decisions that have been made so far are far from helpful. In 2019, the Parliament passed a bill to protect transgender rights, but the law proved to be inadequate on several fronts. Despite the criticism they faced in 2016 from trans activists and allied human rights groups, lawmakers have once again failed to heed the concerns that were raised. The new bill passed violates the rights of trans people, and the most serious flaw being the procedure that mandates for legal gender recognition. The law states that only if a trans person acquires a transgender certificate and a change in gender certificate can they be legally identified as trans. What makes this even more inhumane is that they have to provide proof of their sex reassignment surgery for the district magistrate to, and I quote, be satisfied with the correctness of such certificates. 
I sat in on an open, casual online discussion hosted by Ashoka University yesterday called Candid Bhaitak, which featured a trans activist named Raina Roy, where she frankly spoke to us about the trans rights and her missions in working towards the betterment of the lives of the people within her community. She's the founder of Sambha Bona, a trans-led organization in Kolkata, working with and for trans rights since 2013. During the session, she retold painful stories of her life as a trans woman and how her struggles led to her making the informal decision of taking up the duty that helped change lives of other trans people. Raina is one of the many trans people who have been severely affected by the new bill insured by the government, where she claims that this so-called support was a humiliating violation towards the basic rights of human beings. Raina also insisted that the laws and bills aren't, aren't the only and the main solution to the problems this trans community faces. Laws aren't what's going to change the minds of people who have a stigmatized belief system. Changes provide social security and change comes from education. Raina hopes that one day schools and in institutes will include trans narratives and open sex education in the curriculum in order to maintain and normalize this narrative from childhood itself. Rana also spoke about the work she has done to help a community. Besides the tremendous work through her organization in Kolkata, Rana also spoke about Amar Adbud. It is a cafe that she helped start. This is a community space that aims to safeguard and realize Kolkata's cure utopia. This trans-operated venture was intended to help generate sustainable livelihoods for those within the community. Amar Adbert also provides shelter by putting a roof over the heads of those trans people who have been turned away by their families. With the onset of the pandemic, like many others, the trans community has also suffered immensely, especially for those with no homes. Hunger became a massive problem. And Rena Roy, along with other activists and allies, have raised funds to help provide for those in need in India. I've said this in my previous episode on Dalit women, and I'll say it again. Hearing stories directly from victims who have suffered through these ordeals hit you much harder than simply reading articles or watching the news. The pain in Rena's eyes and the tremor in her voice was so evident, and I felt absolutely gutted. She was almost in tears when she told us about how she tries to educate the poorest section of the community about COVID and its precautions, as well as the vaccine. They would respond simply by saying how it didn't matter to them anymore, because it, if not COVID, they would die anyway, either from the abuse or lack of general health care. And I'll be honest, it was hard for me not to hold back my tears as well. To witness this utter loss and hope within the community is absolutely devastating. I had the opportunity to ask Rena what her idea of trans joy is, if such a thing could even exist. Rena explained to us that she is hopeful. Trans joy to her is the peaceful and sustainable living of every trans person in India. The well-being of the community is all that matters. Every life matters, and no one has a right to dictate or deny that right towards anyone. The trans community suffers not only with limitations through every sphere of life, but fail to receive even the slightest bit of basic human decency. I always end these episodes urging my listeners that fighting for rights of these minority communities is everyone's duty as a decent human being. If you want to do something, there are various ways to help. Volunteer, donate, educate yourself and others, 
Use your privilege and your voice to speak for those who are voiceless. Thanks for listening. And remember, these issues are closer to home than you think. Change starts with you and together we can achieve anything. This is me, Zora Bello, signing off on the last edition of Fights for Rights.